And I'm nice like B.I.G. is. Nice. I'm the greatest of all times. I'm going to say it just like I lead it. The champ is here. Oh, shit. The champ is here. The champ is here. The evil genius. The champ is here. Come on. It almost sounds like the beginning of that one song on the crew. Was it this? Oh, Gin and Juice. Yeah. Right. You know, it kind uh-huh. of sounds like the beginning of Gin and all right. Juice. I'm, I'm more than happy to be in that company. I splash it all over myself. Well, uh, that's because you're, you're a slob. It's true. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to We Need Wrestling, the second episode of it. It's very meta because you're yes. wearing your Wednesday Night War I am. It's right true. now. It's true. It's like, I don't know. You just can't let go, brother. Uh, people bought these, and I feel really terrible. Uh, don't feel terrible. Well, not thank ten- you for buying them. Yeah, thank you for buying them. I don't feel that terrible, but uh, maybe I'll, I'll probably redo, change them. You just just get like a get like a piece of sandpaper and just just sand off the yes yeah, everything pe- but the w- piece of sand everything paper. but the WNW. Okay, uh, you'll look a little bit like the Brooklyn Brawler. It'll work perfectly. Brooklyn Brawler getting his own. Put him on the notes. That's figure. a good one to do a top three on Brooklyn Brawler matches. What? What? Yeah, It'll be a real short show. Each one would be like three minutes long. Well, I mean, now that you mentioned it, I have to even just go look. Okay. Hey, I'm Brett. <laughs> hey, Brett. I'm DJ. How are you, everybody? Um, dude, I'm good. How uh, are I'm, you? I'm sipping on a, a Wegman's orange pineapple seltzer because it's the best flavor. Um, I tried. I tried to hide them in the back of the fridge from Brett, but clearly he got one too. Yo, I'm double fisting because I got that going and also a monster. Because you're a sleepy boy. Uh, I'm always a sleepy boy. There's literally on Cage Match yeah. three. Matches listed for Brooklyn. And they are? Uh, One of them is Blake Beverly, Little Louie, and the Brooklyn Brawler versus Butch Luke and the Macho Midget. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Okay. I want to know. No, we're going to watch it because it's from the July 25th, 93 Monday Night Raw. Okay. Um, Another one is Strike Force against Steve Lombardi and Tom Stone. Wow. Uh, Not the brawler. He's booked as Steve Lombardi. This from 1987. Oh, jeez. And then the last one is from a battle royal on the September 27th, 93 Monday Night Raw. Really? Yeah. He was, he's got to be in a rumble. I don't know. I don't think he was ever in a rumble. Really? Yeah. He was He was a job guy. So what? He was. Uh, so who's like the, to the biggest job guy to be in a rumble? Sam Houston? <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Uh, yeah, know. brawler wasn't in a rumble. Okay. That's There's a no shame. fucking way. Yeah. I guess if you were a job guy in the Rumble, you had to weigh like 600 pounds. I guess that's how that worked. They put you at the Rumble if you were a job guy. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Uh, yeah. How are you, Brett? What's going on, pal? I'm good, dude. It's a weird way to start a show with the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> we uh, we watched a cool movie before we, we started did. recording. We did. Not wrestling related. No. Whatever, dude. Wrist Cutters. That movie's fucking great. It's true. It's true. I loved it. Good. I'm I know, glad what you a, liked what it. What a pleasant surprise. Yes. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, R.I.P. G-Shock? Yes, Shock G. Shock G. G-Shock or it's a watch, isn't it? I guess so. It is, yeah. yeah. G-Shock watches, yeah. yes. Shock G. Uh, Shock G did from uh, Digital Underground. That's uh, uh He passed away right before uh, we, we were watching the movie or found it afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and then we watched a bunch of music videos. Uh, yeah. Legit love Digital Underground. Uh, I think we've talked about him on here before on the old show. Um <laughs> Hmm, on that old, on that old, on that old ratty whatever thing. Whatever that was about. Hmm, um, but I legit love 
love Digital Underground. Uh, love Sex Packets, the album, and Sex Packets, the thing. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but uh, yeah, rest in peace, Shock G. Uh, you know, lots of people sending out their condolences. Don't yeah. know what it, what what from. Uh, not that it matters, but uh, yeah. real legend discovered Tupac. Yeah, gave Tupac his first it's fucking like, crazy uh, recorded like rhymes. So you know, rest in peace there. Yeah, uh, Humpty himself. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, to put a bow on last week's episode. Okay. So that was the first our first time doing this format. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think both of us had a ton of fucking fun. They certainly did. Um. Thank you to everybody who reached out and yes. gave us uh, well wishes and everything mm-hmm. like that. That was real cool. Yeah. Um, something you and I like kind of didn't expect. Uh, no. So Vader's son runs his Twitter account. Yes. And uh, he shot us a nice message. He did. And uh, that was real cool. It was cool. That that was. Uh, yeah. I, I think I said to him like. I'm like, well, we don't need to do another. Like, right. I, I'm fine. It <laughs> you was, know, I was pretty cool. Quick little, you know, thanks for talking about my pop. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, just shout him back. A, you know, you're more than welcome. Legit love Vader. Uh, he was a legend. And then we just talked for the rest of the week between ourselves, Brett and I, yeah. about how it's a goddamn shame he's not in the Hall of Fame. I'll, it's a uh, fucking joke, it's, man. I it's a it. huge joke. But uh, but yeah, that was really cool to see that you know, uh, and he retweeted. It, he said it was a good listen. So uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah, those are very, very, good. very nice words. Uh, that was cool. We do legit. We love Vader. Yeah. So super <laughs> sure pumped about that. Do. Um, but yeah, everybody else reached out, told us they liked everything we did. Uh, is cool. You know, we're, we we uh, selfishly we do this for us. You know, it's, well, yeah. we talk about all the time. Our you know, uh, it, get, it just gives it, us an excuse to hang out right. during the week. Exactly. Get, getting listeners, having people, you know, in a community around us is is awesome, and it's icing on the cake. But we just want to talk wrestling. So to get That's something, cool. get people to say they like what we're doing, get, uh, you know, a, the, the son of a legend to reach out and say, you know, we really appreciate you talking about my dad. Uh, that means a lot. So that was really cool. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was yeah. good. I felt I felt pretty good on Friday yes. when I saw that. Yeah, so. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, and then to even button up last week even more. Last week was the releases we yeah. talked about, and this week there's more news pertaining to those releases. Yeah, what was it? Somebody got their shit in a bag. Mickey and, James. And Randy Orton was not Rand- involved. Randy Orton was not involved in shit in a, shit in a bag. Um, Mickey James got all her personal belongings in a mailed to her in a garbage bag. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, and she posted about it, and like a lot of other wrestlers. Uh, Specifically female wrestlers Female wrestlers I was going to say Have any male wrestlers Come out and said that's happened I didn't see it Uh, Because we have Gail Kim Yeah Maria Kanellis Julian Hall uh, Come out and say Oh that they're still doing that Um, That sucks That's shitty Not a surprise from the company A company shitty Um, But you know Mickey James is going to be In their Hall of Fame If I mean if not It's She's a fucking legend man She should be in the Hall of Fame Uh, She's the precursor To the women's revolution They're seeing right now um, talking this show about Samoa Joe, like we will later. She was on all those shows. She was Ring of Honor. Yeah. You know, uh, she's my favorite uh, women's wrestler on the indies when I was going to those shows. Um, and she was the precursor to the to the sort of the the legit taken seriously women's wrestling that we that is headlining WrestleMania. Um, yeah. She was she was one of them with the Natties with your Victorias. 
that and that he's still there, but um They were kind of Beth Phoenix. Beth even, Phoenix you know, yeah. in that era of divas when that right. became popular they were like the the, right. the workers they were the workers right and so uh you know that's a really shitty thing to do to somebody who's put that much time into it uh, a lot of people speculated that her release in general was due to uh bruce pritchard having heat with her husband nick aldis um what that's true or not i have no idea that's you know allegedly um but it's yeah, a, she was just doing commentary right. on NXT. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, she was there. She was there at the pre-show for Mania, I think. Like, she's uh, she's been she's you know spent a lot of her time there, and that's a shitty thing to do. And then just before we started recording, uh, both Trips and Stephanie tweeted out apologies, and rumor has it uh, heard it here somewhere else, <laughs> but uh, heard it here not first. Uh, apparently, Mark Carano has been fired, uh, related or unrelated. Again, yeah, I guess he don't got, know. Guess he got shit canned. But he was the like head of talent relations or high up in talent relations. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Kind of the the head middleman between talent and Vince, right? Um, and maybe it was they were waiting to, to for the shoe to drop to get rid of him. And this showed up as a good reason. I don't know, but uh, that's no way to treat stars past uh, or present. Uh, and you know, in the spotlight like they are with competition, with, you know, a lot of other wrestling coming to TV, on TV, being put in that spotlight with the documentaries that are coming out with the million and a half TV shows. Wrestling's trying very hard to create a new boom. This stuff is going to be scrutinized. I was going to talk about talk about that a little bit later right. in the show. Uh, but yeah, wrestling, they're trying to force themselves into a new boom a little bit. So this stuff is, you're going to be under eyes. You're going to be under eyeballs. Yeah. And uh, just be good to people. There's no reason to treat people like that. Yeah, something they're shitting a trash bag. Right. It's real it's fucking shitty. bad, dude. It's real shitty. Uh, but uh, yeah, what were you going to talk about later in the show? You still want to save it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Was it uh, a certain three initials? Is that what you wanted to talk about? Coming to Vice? No. Oh, okay. But we will talk about okay. that. Okay. So. All right. Um, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to blow up your spot here. I say you're fucking, fucking taking all my shit, man. Um, I don't know. What do you want to? Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Well, what uh, do you want to get into? Are we going to talk about MLW right now or no? I mean, we can. Okay, I mean, yeah. that's news. Why not? I don't know anything about it other than it's coming to Vice TV. Yeah, MLW is coming to Vice. I don't know when. I don't yeah. know how often. I assume it's going to be a weekly thing. But yeah. you have to figure because of the numbers that Dark Side of the Ring does mm-hmm. on for Vice. Right. That they're trying to get into the wrestling game a little bit. Uh, I'm sure it'll be an hour show, you know, a match yeah, or like two. like a weekly thing. Um, does Jim Clarinette still have a hand in that company? I don't believe so. Okay. I don't good. know, but I don't believe okay, so. But I do know good. Jacob Fatu is there, and I like Jacob okay. Fatu. All right. The Samoan werewolf. Yeah. So they have, I mean, a lot of talent has passed through there. I think they got some people. They got the Mil Muertes there right now, I think, yeah, from uh, um, Lucha Underground. What's his face was there? Uh, well, like MJF, MJF used to be yeah, there. Right. Uh, <laughs> shitty Teddy Hart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What a what a horrible thing it would be to for him to fall ass backwards into a TV gig. Oh, good lord! That piece of shit. But yeah, so Taking that Mark that... with people on the soon to be named network. <laughs> God damn it! So that's gonna be uh, even more wrestling mm-hmm. <laughs> for me to skim through. Yeah. Um, but I let, I guess let's get into the shit that like we watched this week. Okay. Yeah. So, let's go. There's not a ton of other news, so let's let's yeah. talk about it. So I'm just gonna go down. Well, 
I feel bad because do you have a list too? Because you didn't have a list last week. I a, li- a list of what? Shit you watched this week. Yeah, I got. I just got some notes. Okay. Because so. all, all I watched is NXT and AEW. Okay, all uh, right. I uh, was lacking. I was doing other stuff. Um, watched a couple movies. Uh, trying to catch up on some sleep. Okay. But uh, yeah, that was the, outside of the, the, the top three Samoa Joe that we watched uh, and put out the watch list for, I just watched NXT and AEW. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Oh, no. Well, that's not true. I watched like the, the biographies and the that stuff too. Yeah, the, yeah. the the Stone Cold biography and the the treasures okay. deal. All right. So when we get to the to that point, we're yes, we will we'll counter. You go ahead. Here. But uh, my my first topic I have is Scott Norton Japan shit story. Okay. What is this? <laughs> so on Dark Side of the Ring Confidential. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched any of those. Uh, they really don't have to watch. There's not yeah. much. But this fucking killed I did me. see the clip though, that they got them all back together, but it was cut from the original show. It was, and it's so the, fucking like, good. The Minnesota crew or whatever. Yeah. So uh, Edge Sharky during this mm-hmm. this story, uh, they almost had to stop filming because he kept like laughing and crying so hard. <laughs> so Scott Norton tells a story. How's about- Norton looking? Good? So Animal was still alive, so it's still, it's from Ooh, a, while, wow. a little while ago. Yeah, well, yeah, because the show was how um, long ago. Yeah, but, but I mean, he looks great. Yeah, Norton's still. He tells a story about uh, wrestling in Japan. Okay. And I don't know if something happened to his knee or his quad or something, and he had to, you know, they were flying him back and everything, but his leg was straight. He couldn't bend his leg or anything. Mm-hmm. And he said that he was, like, on all these pills and everything where it just blocked him up, and then he's like, yeah, we're on the plane, and then all of a sudden he's like, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> so <laughs> he's in the bathroom and he, they can't close the door because <laughs> his leg is fucking extended out. Okay. So he's like, all these Japanese stewardesses are like holding up this curtain and he goes, there I am. My leg is fucked and I'm just shitting everywhere all over this <laughs> And that just made me laugh real, real hard. Oh, Scott Flash Norton. I love Scott Norton. I love Scott Norton, too. (laughs) So anytime we have to talk about Scott Norton taking a shit on an airplane. He'll be a good guy for us to revisit at some point. Because a lot of people only know him as, rightfully so, as one half of Vicious and Delicious. Uh, or his other tag team work, or some WCW stuff. But like Japanese career is wildly different than his fire and ice. Well, fire and ice, exactly. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Scott Flapjack yes. Norton. But like his Japanese career is wildly different to, oh, than what he was crazy. known for in the U.S. It's so crazy. We'll, we'll back pocket that one. But yeah. Norton's, a, Norton's a good wrestler. Yeah. So uh, I I skimmed through Impact. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough because they they're on Thursdays now. We record yeah. on Thursdays, so I don't get to see them until the next day or the day after. Right. Uh, Petey Williams is back in Impact. I saw that clip. I he's didn't teaming fucking with know the Walking Weapon dude. I don't know who that is. The guy who used to team with All Ego with the who wears the Rick Steiner headgear. Oh, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. Okay. Um, well, I I saw. There was like something like Johnny Swinger is doing his weird Johnny like Swinger Swinger. Never sing, heard of Singer. He's doing his like weird casino deal that he has going on, and <laughs> yeah, and uh, Ace Austin is the X Division champ now. Okay, and it was him, somebody else, and that fuckhead TJP. Like, oh, great, talking about their chances in a match. Mm-hmm. And Swinger's like, "Listen here, Daddy, I got to talk about somebody, and, and they're gonna break down your chances." And then in comes uh, the Maple Leaf Muscle, Petey Williams, doing doing the Scott Steiner promo. Did he have the chainmail? <laughs> yep, everything, and it just made me real happy. Okay. 
Uh, I love Petey Williams, yeah. and I'm happy to see that he's still good. It's play. sad that people have stopped doing enough Canadian Destroyers on TV that he has to come back to wrestling because he's not living off that $5 every time somebody does yeah, it. He, he fucking oh, makes me yeah. sick. Uh, also on that show, and I sent it to you, I don't know if you watched it though, was the Omega Swan press conference. Uh, I did. I watched a bit of it, but I could not tell you what happened. Okay. Well, that's... Oh, well, uh, there, I know there was Pushy Shovey at the end. There was a lot of Pushy Shovey, but yeah. Don Callis was a fucking god. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. actually got me very excited to watch that match. Uh, I think tonight was the go-home show for their pay-per-view on Saturday. Okay. So, I, uh, I'm... You have to tell me how that is. Yeah, I know. You're not going to watch it. Uh, so, moving on to shift from SmackDown. Okay. Um... They're teasing Roman Reigns and Cesaro. Uh-huh. Sign me the fuck I heard about up. that. I'm here for it. Uh, I think, oh, God, who was it that, who was, like, very, uh, somebody I saw today was very, like, complimentary of Cesaro. Yeah. They're like, I, I, I don't remember Everybody on the planet. Well, as they fucking should Because he's be. been great. He's been consistently great for, uh, in the WWE, about a decade, right? Man, he's been there a He's been there long. Holy it was shit. like 2011, 2012. 2011 or 12, yeah. So, wow. Yeah. When he was Antonio Cesaro, uh-huh. the, the rugby player who was kicked out because he was too violent. Right, and they made him wear those things around his thighs. Yeah, yeah and the tall and he, socks. And he had, uh, I remember he was the U.S. champ, uh-huh. and he had, uh, what's her face? This is valet. He had a valet? I don't yeah, remember that. Yeah, he had a valet. She, uh, I, I want to say Oksana. But I don't know if that's right. Okay. So if it's wrong, I'm sorry. Sounds right. But it sounds like a name they would pick for for generic European valet. But then I also think of Oksana Bayul. Ooh, Oksana Bayul. <laughs> what up? <laughs> I don't know what she's up to these days. I couldn't fucking tell you. Uh, the only other things I have were Rey Mysterio and Otis had a match. How'd that go? It was actually really I'm fucking sure good, was. man. It was so good. Rey's always be- like, well, Rey's always great, but like Rey working big guys is always a lot of fun. Otis is a, he's a good base, right? Uh, but it's like angry Otis now, oh. which I'm kind of about. Okay, uh, he's with Chad Gable. Yeah, they're like American Top Team or whatever. No, that's an MMA I thing. Know. Okay, and it's not American Hammer Alpha House? either. Oh, Hammer House forever, yeah. baby. Um, the Lions Den. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Right. Let's just do a show about 90s MMA gyms. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Okay. Um, and then I also had their uh, KO and Sammy had another match. Oh, my God. And uh, just as you imagine, sir, you take the bite of that turkey club, uh-huh. and you know how it's going to taste. Right. It tastes pretty goddamn right. good. Yeah. But they're still feuding. Okay. Good. Which is kind of weird. And then the last thing I had from SmackDown... Uh, Shayna Baszler deserves a lot better. She got rolled up by Natty in like two minutes. Oof. They're they trying to, to push... lose the titles? No, oh, okay. but they're trying to push this like... Um, Natty Tamina? Yeah, yeah. Like, like like Tamina's like a baby face. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck, man. So here's the thing, like, I don't think Tamina's that bad, um, but she's... Pretty bad. She's she's personalityless. Like, you could protect her in the ring and make her look like a killer, right? Like, there's a way to make Tamina work in the ring. Uh, she's also the daughter of a murderer. But, um, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. but whatever. A legend, I guess. And I don't think that's a legend anymore, <laughs> but whatever. I'm not holding it against her. I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, I don't actually mind Tamina. I know a lot of people like online yell and complain, oh, Tamina sucks, blah, blah, blah. I don't think Tamina's very good. Uh, but I think I think there's ways to make Tamina work. Uh, they just have to be smart about it, and I just don't think they're ever going to be. Uh, but poor Natty having to carry all that disaster. 
And yeah, Shayna Baszler's been deserving better for a long time. She should have held that women's title as soon as she made the jump up. Yeah, as soon as she took a chunk out of Becky Lynch's neck. Right. God, what a Weird. like what a fucking sad tale that's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all I saw from those shows. Okay. Um, next thing I watched was the uh, Steve Austin biography. I watched that too. So it was two hours. It was. I don't think I learned anything new. Not a single goddamn thing. No, and I understand why they're doing I, it. I actually think I knew more. I mean, I think everybody knew more yeah. than what they talked about. Like how they'll always... Uh, and I don't know why they didn't pivot off this ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's a traumatic injury, but when he broke Masahiro Chono's neck right. with the same sit-out tombstone. Right. You know what? The the thing that I learned was that it was a sp- spinal cord sprain, not a broken neck on Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. I spinal didn't know that. cord was sprained. Okay. I didn't know. They said Steve, like, Steve wasn't a broken neck. It was a, it was a bruised spinal cord or yeah. whatever. That I didn't know. It's just always, you know... Owen three Owen three sixteen. I just broke your yeah. neck, dude. Anytime though, so. like you watch it, it's fucking terrifying. Yes, and like like slowing it down, showing like his hands trembling. Yeah, that his was leg drag, bad, and he says his leg dude. when it gets cold, his leg still yeah. drags. Yeah, uh, crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah, other than that, nothing really. I, I I still I really like listening to Steve talk. Yeah, he he's he's great. Um, dude. You know, uh, I know a lot of people. Uh, will you know tear him down for his past uh, problems, and sure. I get it, and it's I, I don't absolve anybody of that. That's shitty, but for as far as storytelling and and wrestling go, the guy's very good. Yeah, so he still got it. He's still an engaging character in that way. Yeah, they they uh, kind of hit all the points though that yeah. you, you already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but next week it's gonna be Piper. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. That that'll be that's, good. And that's and one of the big things about all these shows is that every single wrestler they cover, barring probably Mick Foley, will have a lot of skeletons in those closets that yeah. that they'll gloss over or go past. You know, uh, I love Roddy Piper with all my heart. Uh, not necessarily the the the, the cleanest uh, individual in all of professional wrestling. No, I imagine I imagine they'll gloss past the uh, toothpick promo. <laughs> Do you think they'll talk about uh, getting paid with a tobacco spittoon full of cocaine? In I hope Rico? so. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so. Are they doing one on Hogan? Uh, I'm probably. So I mean, if if they talk about Hogan, uh, you know, pulling all the muscles in his back for body slamming Andre, and Andre never <laughs> wrestling again, I would hope they talked about the spittoon full of cocaine for Piper. And they Flair. better now. And this is what I want to talk about. Where you said like it seems like they're trying to manufacture a. Boom. They are, yes. Wrestling's, uh, wrestling's not in a boom. The ratings I, aren't there for there be, to be a no, boom. No, God no. But they're like, trying listen, to manufacture it. There's interest. They're just not, they're, the wrestling audience Wrestling has there. become like sports. Right. You could watch it any night of the week. Right. On television. Yes. And I, I do get where people are trying to be like, oh man, it's doing real well. Uh, is it? Right. Uh, it, it's, I don't think it is. I think that there's probably more of an audience for this uh, biography show than there is oh, for people to watch SmackDown. I know people that don't watch current wrestling right. literally at all that were right. texting me like, oh, did you see that Austin thing? Right. Like Because it's he's fucking, a bigger draw than anybody the, they have on the, the roster. It's the glory days for a right. lot of people close to my age, you know? it's. I mean, Austin is the biggest star outside of Hogan, uh, you know? Inside the wrestling ring, I think The Rock is bigger now. Oh, well, yeah. But I think as far as wrestling draw goes and be, being a wrestler that sort of breaks out beyond wrestling and becomes a cultural thing, 
Austin's the biggest next to Hogan. Do you think Rock and Austin truly like each other? I don't think anybody truly likes The Rock. No? You don't think so? Uh, I, I, I don't. I mean, I think the competition is there because they are the two biggest of that generation. And The Rock uh, is a better actor. So uh, much as Steve says he doesn't he didn't like acting, he just wasn't very good at it. No, he's not. Um, but, I mean, there's probably still a lot of that heavy, heavy competition. But I think The Rock rubbed, rubbed a lot of people in the wrestling industry the wrong way while he really? was there. You yeah, think so? I do. I think he's well-liked now. Other than by Vin Diesel, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know many. I don't think The Rock has a ton of pro wrestling friends. See, it's crazy because you look at The Rock. Uh, I mean, on Twitter, like look for him. For example, today, like mm-hmm. retweeting like Danhausen. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. First of all, you want to talk about a guy whose stock has just blown through the roof the right. past week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, Danhausen. Jesus yes. Christ. Right. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. It, it, he seems to have like, you know, he's talked with Kevin Owens and mm-hmm. shit before and I, I don't know. It's weird. I know it's I, only Twitter and right. I know that it just seems like he's still, what if something gets brought to his attention, mm-hmm. he still cares about wrestling. I think he does still care about wrestling. I think the character that he was portraying when he was in wrestling they always say the best ones have a little bit of themselves in it or a lot bit of themselves. Uh, I think now it's probably softened, but I think for, for him and Steve, who aren't necessarily you know in the same rooms around all the time, I'm sure they're friendly, but I think The Rock's ego was probably huge, and he probably pissed a lot of people off at that point. He probably might have rehabbed that a little bit and done his penance and been a little better, but I think guys of his era, I'm sure he has a handful of friends. I know, like... Uh, Ron Simmons and those guys really love him. Um, but I don't know. Uh, something tells me he's not the most popular guy because uh, much like a Shawn Michaels where they did a lot of damage when they were on top because ego gets in the way Well, and have see, a lot of making up to do. Yeah, I mean, like Rock hates Shawn Michaels. Right. He fucking hates him and he refuses right. to work with him. Right. Because the Brett shit, because him and Brett were real close. Right. Like, and it's... Rightfully so. Fuck you, Sean. Right. Wouldn't be surprised. Brett all the way. Had a lot of that. Brett 100% all the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I've always kind of wondered that, like, if they truly yeah. like each other. Right. You know, because Steve made the comment, he's like, yeah, we don't really talk, right. but whenever we do, and right. we're in the same room, we pick up like we were just at our last right. conversation. Right. So, yeah. who knows? Did you see, little sidebar, the Dudes with Attitudes thing they're doing for Peacock? I did. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Oh, that's my, those are my guys. Brett's still better. Um, Forever. Yes. I mean, he's but the yeah, fucking that's man. Be, that's going to be a fun thing. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. After, they, after this was uh, their fucking treasure show thingy, yes. uh, uh, I hated it. Really? I hated it. Uh, I watched it immediately, immediately it, after. Why'd you hate it? Uh... The fucking collectors okay. were just the biggest right. well. fucking incel motherfuckers ever, dude. <laughs> that first guy. The, uh, the greatest wrestling dude, collector I almost guy? turned it off. Like, legit, yeah. I was just like, this, get this guy, get the fuck was out it, of here. Uh, and, like, listen, I know everything is, it's fucking television, everything is goddamn yes. scripted. Yes. But, turned like, g- ugh. Uh, like pulling up and he has his two shitty fucking, like, cars in his front. Uh-huh. Get out of here. Right. 
listen, I uh, I, I liked it. Um, you're not a fucking worker. You're not in the goddamn <laughs> business. Don't try to put yourselves over and make your own pro wrestling tees fucking <laughs> store and charge $30 for a piece for a fucking shirt that's going to fall apart after one wash. Oh, does he sell his own G? I'm sure he G- fucking yeah, does because he probably thinks shirts, I'm yeah. in the biz, brother. Right. Um, listen, uh, I, uh, I, that, that didn't bother me too much because I expect it because I'm like, all right, wrestling fans. It's their fucking shit. <laughs> Give it to them. <laughs> yeah. That's why I fucking look at it. Fuck them. Who cares? <laughs> so, uh, what I liked about it was... If Glenn Danzig uh-huh. came to your house and said, Hey, I really like that Danzig one promo copy. Uh-huh. Can I have that? Yeah, of course. Case in point. If he comes back and watches a wrestling pay-per-view with me. Dude, Danzig would love to because Danzig loves wrestling. Well, and that's Blue what, demon and, and shit. And that's what I liked about this show was that like the guys were like... Uh, like There was a, the one guy that I... The guy who ended up like... Uh, hemming and hawing and getting the barbed wire two by four thing. Fuck him. That dude bothered me the most. But the other guys were, the, were like the, the even the, the the wrestling collector guy, the first guy was like, uh, "Can you just meet my kids?" Fuck that dude. His kids don't fucking know who Mick Foley is. Who's don't cool. try, good don't try to fucking act like, like uh, hey guys, fucking the mixers here. Like, get the fuck out of here with your weird colored beard. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. I I like more that I just like that Mick is like. Yeah, I'll, we'll hang out. We're cool. Mick's just the coolest guy. Yeah, dude, nothing wrong with Mick. Mick was right. the best part of the fucking uh, show. And I like like the or the other guy, you know, with the flannel. He was like, it's the main part of my thing, but, it, you know, you come watch wrestling with me and we'll make it a deal. I like that kind of stuff. I like that they're just like, you know, I want to hang out with, with one of my heroes. Uh, so I didn't mind the show at all. Uh, it's an interesting uh, pr- propaganda for their eventual museum they're gonna set up. Like, dude, I like looking at um, like I like looking at the shit. Right. I think that is fucking fascinating. Well, have you, did, did you but, catch anybody ugh. coming up in the promos for the future episodes? I saw uh, Kane and Mark Calloway. Yes. Uh, Book- Booker's T. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Talking about someone house they go to who has an artifact that they try and get. I didn't. See. Sonny Ono showing up on this show. Sonny Ono, he must own. Did did, did he try to get tickets to Disney so he can come shoot at his house (laughs) too? Yes. Fucking shithead. I guarantee he must. I think it's the Booker T episode, so he must own like the WCW television title or something, or like one of the tag straps or something. But I swear, in that little clip by, I was like, oh, there's Sonny Ono. He's gonna rip him off for every little dime he can. Fucking Sonny Ono. (laughs) Remember you said that show. Oh, that was so funny. He made fun of every uh, white woman for being a prostitute and tried to get money off everybody. Yeah, like, oh, hey, I'm going to buy shit from the Ultimo Dragon merch table. Uh-huh. And so, No, I'm not buying any of your shit, Sonny. <laughs> Fuck off. He had some cool WCW stuff. I mean, he did. He did. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of kicking myself I didn't get an Ultimo Dragon mask that day. Well, see, I, I remember I'm like going back and forth. I'm like, do I want it? Do I want it? You're like, it's too much, man. Don't. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, he had, the, what, the, he had the $500, the ring-worn gold yeah. one. I had 500 bucks in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> heartbeat. If I, if I wasn't a married man, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't have cost my divorce, I would have been a heartbeat. You would have got stabbed. Probably. <laughs> she would have stabbed you. Yeah, probably. Listen, I have my picture with Ultimo Dragon, and yeah. that makes me real happy. Uh, my, my, and I'm wearing a, a shirt with Danzig from Danzig right. 3, and he's shirtless. My, my loving, uh, and, and now two master's degrees wife, Michelle, uh, did recant. She's the smartest fucking uh, person ever. Uh, a story to me, which I, I remember, but didn't. I, I don't have this perspective on it. In 2007, 
Uh, we were just starting dating, and we went to the New York Comic Con together. And she, we were talking about Mick the other day because Mick's her favorite wrestler. Yeah, she not loves be- Mick. Not because she likes his wrestling, because Mick's a good person. She just likes Mick. Uh, she, her first like exposure was Mick was he cut a promo on the Daily Show with John Stewart. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's a great. Um, but uh, she said, and I remember this story. What happened was I was looking for toys at the New York Comic Con, and it was a small little area. So I was in there, and she was like standing outside the area, and Mick Foley walked up behind me and reached over me to grab a toy. And I then I, and this, this is where being. I do Mick Foley was a massive human being, uh, and he reached over me and I get the, this like shadow like like the like the shadow of the alien ship over the White House in Independence Day like <laughs> Mick Foley's shadow like crept over me and I was like who is I'm 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 a big dude yeah. myself I was smaller then but still was no tall. you're a big guy and uh, I was like what the hell is and I turned around and it was Foley and I was just like hey. Hey Mick, what's going on? And he's like, hi, hi, and uh, and he like grabbed like a Spider-Man toy or whatever, and I was only remembering I was being like Star Trek. That's Mick Foley, like yeah. you big, you know, that's a top five guy for me all the way. Yeah. And uh, she told we were talking about him this week, and she's like, I just remember uh, your face being my face. We turned around and saw it was Mick Foley. She's like, your whole face lit up, and you couldn't talk, and you just said like, hey. And like, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, that's Mick Foley. Like, that dude is, you know, like, my my wrestling, uh, uh, you know, uh, the main part of my wrestling journey, like, sort of the second chapter beyond childhood starts with Mick Foley. Mick Foley and Terry Funk hand in hand. So, like, I was completely shocked and, and just in awe yeah. uh, of him. So that was cool. And it's cool. So we get to talk Mick all the time. That reminds me I of love that, Mick. It reminds me of the story when Chuck met Sting at Comic-Con. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't fucking know what to say. He's like, I'm like, oh, that's fucking Sting. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, Sting. <laughs> well, I, if I ever meet Sting, I'm going to be like, love you and shutter speed, pal. We're <laughs> like, get away from me. <laughs> right. Get away from me. Security. Yeah, get, go with Christ and get away from me. Right. Right. Um, all right, so... Now I'm going to cross over because uh, Raw, I don't think I saw much. Okay. Because I think I was watching the Sixers. Mm. And when the Sixers were done, uh, I watched Pain Pigs, mm-hmm. which, hey, Virtual Pros, Pain Pigs, last episode Monday for a yeah. while. So uh, the... get your shit in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't really think I had anything from Raw. Didn't watch it. Not at all. Um, so what's, I guess we'll go Wait, NXT. did I watch Raw? Did I put on Raw for like five minutes? No, I don't think I did. No. I might have. Um, I don't remember. Well, oh, you're you know what? was Is Charlotte on Raw? She is. Did she cut her promo this week about something? I don't know. She was in a shiny jacket looking good? I don't I'm know. not sure. Maybe. I know Oscar was on Raw, and Oscar said, bitch, real funny, and I like Oscar a lot. Okay, all right. Um, but who's going to be on Raw this week? <laughs> well, if, if things... Out, uh, I was uh, I don't know why I was being a jerk today, and I got an email from the WWE telling me to register for the Thunderdome. So I did. Uh, I got a nine fifteen call time for this Monday. <laughs> when you texted me and said I'm going to be on the Thunderdome, what, my my reaction to you was why? It's <laughs> like why not? It's going to be so dumb. And they have all these rules. Like I can't wear anything on my T-shirt unless it's WWE related. I can't smoke anything unless not that I'm ripping heaters on Thunderdome. Light a fatty for that, big right. Daddy. Um. Uh. Oh, what else? Uh. You know, gestures and all. I gotta. You know, I can't be watching anything else. I can't be recording anything else, or I can't be recording. <laughs> I gotta be engaged in whatever. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna actually do it, but I have a call. God, I fucking hope you get a Dana Brooks segment. <laughs> 
Oh, no, we, man. Listen, we all know that it's going to be the Damian Priest segment. Is he on Raw? <laughs> I hope it's a fucking Damian Priest and Dana Brooke mixed tag match. Oh, God. You're, you'll be the first person who had, whose head actually combusts <laughs> on fucking right. on the Thunderdome. Yeah. You see my feet swinging in that little like, square on the wall. Everyone will just see you just screaming, what the fuck, into the camera <laughs> no! over and over no! again. <laughs> I'll I'll literally just poop on my on my desk. <laughs> I'll poop. Uh, yeah, so you're the gonna be shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so uh, God, so please, if if fucking somebody now I'm gonna... can please fucking make this happen. <laughs> I don't ask for much. I think I'm a pretty stand up individual. So, you know, uh, I pay my taxes. <laughs> I, I make an honest living. So please, I, uh, Dana Brooke. How long does it does it say how long your segment? It doesn't. Is? I have no idea. Nine fifteen to eleven o'clock. What if you're on? Please, just uh, Dana Brooke time. So I'll, I'll tweet out if if I if I'm getting on there. They said like I can I can still get in there and tell me that like they don't have spots or something. I don't know. That's there's all so these things. Weird. But I got a, I got an email with the call time and I'm registered. So oh, uh, keep an eye out for me on Monday Night Raw the oh, Thunderdome. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus. That's, I'm just. I'm appalled. I'm going to have to DVR Raw just to go back and see if my face shows up. Oh, God damn Right? Because like, they move everybody around. You don't just stay in the one spot, do you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't we'll not sure how it works. We'll um, see. So, NXT shit. I have a few things. Yeah, I got some things for NXT. Um, what in the fuck is Kyle O'Reilly now? Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I'm glad you brought this up. This is my first note. What is he? He is channeling Paul Rudd from Whittem Hot American Summer. Uh, uh, I know a lot of people just called him a dollar store orange Cassidy. Because, yeah, because we're in a denim jacket. Yeah. Who cares? That's dumb. People um, wear denim jackets. I I, I just had to worry. You wear denim. Oh, it's easy now. I just had a uh, Kyle O'Reilly fedora mm. listed, but ee, that was weird. Yeah, whatever. It was just weird. Uh, I uh, I liked it. I liked the stuff with Cameron Grimes. Uh. Well, whatever. Kyler Rice trying something new, you know? Trying to be his authentic self. I mean, he's just got to workshop it, bro. Right. Um, what else do I have here? Um, Io Shirai, not a dog person. Yep. She likes cats. And she uh, tweeted a picture of her and her cat. I, li- I-, I like the picture right. of her and her cat. Uh, I got some stuff in between that. Uh, LA Knight's promo strategy is uh, to sound like The Rock, make everything a tagline, and maybe one of them will stick. You know, I, I thought of uh, you when he was wrestling his match. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember who he wrestled. Um, oh. And he pointed down and after face. He's like, you piece of trash. Right. I'm like, Jesus Christ, could you make this any more, Steve Austin? Right. Like, holy Yeah, he fuck. just flip-flops back and forth. He's a joke. Uh, Ric Flair peddling car shield commercials. Yo, what is that about? It was also on Impact. Like, yeah. But I was fast-forwarding through the commercials. Yeah. But LA Knight was on one of the commercials, actually. Oh, okay. I assume this is from, like... Sure. Uh... Yeah. TNA days, mm. but yeah, but yeah, Car Shield, Ric Flair, Woo, dude, Rick will do anything for a buck. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, LA Knight wrestled uh, Loomis. Oh yeah, because he botched the finish. Because he, he did that thing like the weird cutter, like the, the, the headlock, <laughs> yeah, DDT yeah, reverse. But he, it's he managed to DDT finger Loomis onto his own back. It was very weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. that was the Indy Hartwell. Shit. Yes. And so the Indy Hartwell thing is interesting. So. Uh, people are saying like 
she she slipped and felt like botched when they were walking back. Like oh. no, that was planned. That, yeah. It was made to yeah, look like she like, wasn't paying attention yeah. because she was lost in his eyes. It was like oh, that was a botch. Like no, people don't. You know, like uh, I, I understand that people are obsessed with botches now at AEW botches on Twitter. You piece of crap. Yeah, what what is that? Uh, I saw it's like way over the top and very yeah. very cornetti. So yeah, so I mean they're clearly a disciple of Cornette if you oh, read the tweets, okay. but also they're just you know these WWE loyal AEW sucks kind of guy and just want to point oh, all this okay. stuff out. And it's like, all right, whatever. It's weird, like, man. Come on, like, I'll, I never, under, I'll never right. understand it. Um, Botchamania is funny, you're not. Yeah, Nafu's the man. Yeah, not you. So, but yeah, so that's uh, you know what, and uh, uh, Cameron Grimes officially starts his feud with DiBiase. I do have that on okay. here as well. Uh, very stoked about that. Yeah, I hope it happens. Just screaming Ted DiBiase. DiBiase did some interview and said he's going there to shoot a couple things. So God, I hope I so. Fucking hope so. Um, yeah. Another thing I also had here was uh, during the way promo. Where uh, Johnny Gargano continues to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. And he said, I love it when you call me Big Papa John. <laughs> Big Papa John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Even if you do block my friends on Twitter, it's, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I also have uh, Saray versus Zoe Stark. Yeah, Zoe Stark, jobber to the stars. Yo, but that match was great. It was. I love the shit out uh, of it. But they're still not letting Zoe Stark get a W. No. Burying her. She... I, I said there's no fucking point. Right. She's a good she's a good hand. Sure. That's right. that's what it seems to be at this point is okay, you're new to this company, you're a good hand. Right. You're never gonna get a run with a belt. You're never probably gonna go main roster. Yes. Um you're a good hand. But Soraya was very impressed. Yeah. That was fucking good, man. It was good. Mm-hmm. Oh she was laying in her punches and I was a big fan of it. Yep. Um last thing I have from NXT oh. is uh Kyle O'Reilly is just trying to do fan service for Doug okay. with his uh, Crispin Glover dance on sure. the way to the ring. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I think the, there was like a, a behind-the-door beating from a, in a women's promo, who I don't remember behind right now. Behind-the-door beating. Like, pull her behind the door. Yeah, no, I know. It uh, was uh, Shotzi and yeah. uh, Ember I like, on uh, Candice. Yeah, I like that. Like I thought the sound effects were cool. and It was a cool way to keep it off camera and make it sound worse. Uh, I do not need MMA Kushida. Dude, what the fuck, man? Uh, I don't know why they decided to repackage a guy who was hot already, but they are. Like, look at the weird progressions of... He's, he's when he first barefoot came in, MMA he, like, Kushida. He first came in in his normal gear. Yeah. Then they made him wrestle in jeans and mm-hmm. a tank top. Right. Then they lost the tank top. Uh-huh. Now he went to, the, last week, the, the weird Sakuraba tights. Yep. And now no fucking boots. Yeah. What are you doing? Very weird. And they're and then even on commentary, hyping his MMA victories. Like what? Like yeah, dude. Nobody fucking cares. And I also thought that like you know, and we talked a little bit with uh, Joe Sposto of At Odds with Wrestling about how uh, Escobar losing the title sort of distances distances him from the cruiserweight division to move on to bigger things. Nope. He's he's right there. He they, he's they advertised him going back after Kushida. It's weird. So it's a weird. real weird fucking thing. Right. I, I don't like it. Uh, but uh, we also we got Ever Rise on TV this week. Uh, yeah, but briefly. Need, I, I was happy that they did push. Uh, was Ever Rise in the morning yes. or whatever it's called? Yes, there's, there's Ever Rise and Shine. Yes, their Saturday morning show is hilarious. It's it's really good. It's great. Uh, well worth the watch. Oh so. God, what what do they call it? The the what of the week. 
the uh, sip of no, no, the chew or something. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really funny. It's well worth it. So yeah, they're they're hilarious. Yeah, but that I mean that's it for NXT for yeah, me. That's all I had to. Uh, you know, a much more enjoyable watch for me because I can skip what I want to skip it's and great, fast man, forward through it? some stuff. Uh, so I, I honestly, I like watching this NXT this way more than I did when we were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it wasn't a bad show. No. I, I enjoyed some stuff. Um, AEW. I watched AEW. Yeah. Finished it today. Fell asleep last night. But. <laughs> Look at the joy of that. Uh, let's see. Poor Ricky Stark's neck. Yep. Ricky Stark's scared neck. me. Yeah. Big thing. But he's Oh, he landed good. on his feet. No, he didn't. No, that was his Toes. neck. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, but he's Toes okay. hit the same time He's okay, yeah. thankfully. Thanks to DDP Yoga. Because I really like Ricky Stark's. Yeah. Um, another thing I really like about that match, though, leather pants hook. <laughs> you and everybody else. The hookster, baby. Yeah. Taking somebody, over. You see somebody go after Taz. They're like, oh, I thought that was Marco. I didn't realize it was Hook. And Taz is like, my kid's six foot, like, uh, whatever, Hook's whatever he weighs, like shredded up, hitting the gym all the He'll time. He'll kick like, the shit out of it you. Like, buddy. Just shut the fuck up. You did not like. Don't talk. about This is not what you actually thought. You idiot. I love Taz. Yeah, I'm Team Taz forever. So. But leather pants, Hook man. Yeah, the Hookster. He's, he got some work. The punches weren't great. He didn't. I don't think he threw a punch. Well, what, he was striking. Whatever His he was stomps, doing. Man, yeah, man, stomps. Yeah, stomps. It's not great. They're all looking a little rough, brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he threw like a few like forearms or something. They weren't great big, either. Big fan of Hook. Yeah, big fan of Hook's prison tattoos too. <laughs> well, On his bicep, literally, it's like a scratcher that just says "Mom." Okay, well, he's taking over. All right. Telling it. Uh, let's see what else did I like here. Uh, so there's some things I didn't like on here. Uh, the the uh, Pinnacle promo. Yeah, that's later in the show though, wasn't uh, it? Okay. Yeah. That, that was just that was my next note. So go yeah. ahead. Um, you know what I seem to be doing when I'm watching these? Mm-hmm. I'm only jotting down shit that I actually like. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very, very weird. Um, that, uh, or no, no, you're right. Yeah. It, it, it is the pinnacle. It was the pinnacle. Cause I was yeah. thinking of, uh, Jericho's mom. Yes. That's later. much later. So the MJF in this thing, uh, they let Wardlow talk, which was super weird. Dude, I fucking thought it was really yeah? good when he talked. Okay. Yeah, f- legit. Um, I thought it was really good. The MJF's talking, and he's talking about how he is a t- he's he's not going to become a top guy. He's not just good for twenty five. He's just he's great. You know what? He, he's just great. Period. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I was like, when the hell was the last time MJF wrestled? How many times did MJF wrestle? Yeah. Like, was he in any? singles matches like he's like oh i'm undefeated this year whatever blah 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 so i looked it up on cage match in two years it's been almost two years since the like first AEW pay-per-view mjf has had 35 matches in two years i think that's part of the character though yeah you know that's, yeah, that's but, all so i he's young and I think he's talented. Well, remember, but, he was hurt for a bit, too. Right. But you're not going to get better as a wrestler wrestling 35 matches every two years. Yeah. You know, like, that's... I mean, well, I, I, we, even when we were covering the normal shows, we said, like, it's hard for these people to get better without right. reps. Right. You know? And that's not reps. I mean, that's... You know, I know there's no house shows and stuff, but I just, I just happened to look that up, and I'm like, you know, he is 25. You know, he's been around for a while, um, but man, that's that's not a lot of work. Like you got to get him out there, proven in the ring, like that he can do this stuff. Because he's a, he's a good enough talker. He's hit and miss for me. Um, but yeah, I was, I was shocked. Thirty five matches over yeah. two years is nothing. 
See, I liked Wardlow okay. calling out Jericho. Yeah. Being like, oh, when you got to me, you like yeah. you started stumbling. And you know why? Because when you said my name, you knew nothing good was going to come of yeah, it. And I was like... I like that. That's line. a good. That's a good. That uh, was a good little like. It's like, a good swerve on Jericho being hopped up on goofballs, <laughs> so he couldn't get him, get his ass through a promo. I was, but it was like a, it was a good cover though. Yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, Ty Conti and Sheeta was fucking awesome. I thought. Yeah, I was a big fan of good. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when are they gonna let Hikaru Sheeta lose the belt? Uh to Baker to to Brett. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. She should, because mm-hmm. I liked how Britt came out afterwards and was just like, oh, look at I'm number one now. Yeah. Should do it at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I think they will. Um, I think this was a good little, you know, get Cheetah out there, uh, make, you know, advertise on TV that Britt's number one, and then they'll run a program that way, and they will neither of them will wrestle for a bit. It's about time. Yeah. It's about fucking yeah. time. Yep. Uh, but, man, Conti is, uh, they, she got a future. Dude, so she, like, is kind of becoming, like, a Twitter darling, and not for the obvious reasons, mm. the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she was like talking about matches that she's that yeah. she watches a lot. She's like, I love Kenny Omega and I love Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah, she's and she said that, and Shibata people were just tapes. like, "Holy fuck!" Right, she's watching her Shibata. She just started throwing shoot headbutts. Well, and she did like the fucking boot in the corner yeah. last night, and everybody's like. She's Shibata now. She's, yeah. she's the second coming of Shibata. <laughs> yes. I'm sure that's God, what she I is. fucking miss that guy so much. Right. Um, I liked during Miro's promo when he, like, he was talking about the champs. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, your little elite and your emo face paint daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that made me giggle. Yeah. Uh, what, else, do you, what, what do you have? Uh, I, I don't have anything until the uh, Inner Circle promo. Okay, my only takeaway from that, mm-hmm. legit, I mean, other than Jericho, he's not as funny as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Let Santana talk more. Right. Let that dude fucking uh, talk. Take all of Hager's microphone time. Oh, dude, it was so bad. Jake Hager on national television. The most bland fucking wrestler maybe ever. Said these words. <laughs> Are you going to please impersonate him? No, as well. I can't impersonate him. Why? Well, he talks with a lisp. Uh, he said, when we're done with you, you're going to be sucking your own meat <laughs> through a straw. <laughs> and I that. don't know what that means. <laughs> Dude, it just means that this place is apropos. He <laughs> <laughs> ain't dicking around in the dirt with farming implements, baby. Uh, yeah, you'll be sucking your own meat through a straw. And I was like, is this... I fucking this hope a, Doug listens to this tomorrow like, and just starts laughing like, is this a, Is this a weird shot at their sexuality? Does or does he mean they're going to be making like steak shakes like they're like they're gonna buy steaks because if you go to the store and buy some meat that it will be your own meat yeah that's so um gross. but why not just say your dinner like why they're your own meat sucking your own meat sucking, you sucking your own meat is some of the weirdest <laughs> things i've ever heard said in professional wrestling <laughs> i wish we could name the show sucking your own meat it's not oh like and it's not like it's oh you know, like, dude, if they if they fucking bring in Lanny Poffo next week, <laughs> did someone say sucking their own meat? I'm gonna be um, fucking. I'll be like, all right, Jake Hager, you obviously know what you're doing. Right, clearly, <laughs> clearly, what he means in the blood and guts is that he's gonna give everyone penis enlargements. Um, like, it, like, the, oh. so, like, half the quote is, "When we're done with you, you're gonna be sucking your own meat." 
adding through a straw does not make it better. I guess it doesn't make it worse. Like, I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around, like, what he meant to say. I don't know. Like, maybe he's like, you're going to be sucking your meat through a straw? Yeah, like, you'll be eating dinner. Yeah. You'll be, you'll only be able to eat milkshakes. Like, you're going to break your I, jaw. I, I like, whatever. That, but sucking your, sucking your own meat. Sucking your own and like, meat. And, so, like, so, like, monotone but angry. You're going to be sucking your own meat. And then he threw actual straws. Yeah, like, and he this actually, is it's so bad. So, like, I, just I give him an editor. Like I looked at Ortiz during that, and yeah. Ortiz was just like very stone faced. <laughs> I think he was just because like, he stand sucks. next to a large man who, with a lisp who said, oh, "You'll be sucking your own meat." <laughs> uh, yeah, insane thing. Oh. Uh, and then after that, like oh. this whole, the Jericho loses the plot on his jingle, which I thought was hilarious. Dude, he well, loses the rhyme. He messes it all up. And somebody brought up to like he was doing the whole, oh. I'm going to explain the joke to you. Right. Like, before right. it's even fully and set like, in. The, the pinnacle versus inner circle thing, to me, uh, from what I've been seeing, it's like a it's like a wrestling message board run by toddlers. It's like, no, your butt smells. Oh, yeah, well, your butt is smellier. <laughs> because Jericho's Christ. like, oh, you got a new scarf from Tully? I washed my ass with it before Tully bought it. What are you talking about? <laughs> and it's just this, like childish nonsense i'm supposed to believe that red-eyed i'm assuming maybe because he's been awake for too long uh chris jericho is supposed to be a baby face like it just doesn't make any sense yeah let santana cut the promos let sammy cut the promos dude santana is so good on the walk away santana is one of those guys where he talks and you go yeah that dude will kick the shit out of you (laughs) and like wardlow for you know uh mileage may vary you liked him more than i did in his little segment is miles above Sucking your own meat <laughs> from Jake Hager. So that was, oh my God, was You'll that insane to me? You'll be sucking your, your own meat through a straw. your own meat. I don't, your own. Like, it just just the, you'll be sucking meat through a straw. I, I get fine. that. I get that. The your own part, oh. like that, that oh. sets up a universe and a possibility where you're sucking someone else's meat through a straw. <laughs> Or not through a straw. I'm so confused. And I don't understand any of it. Uh, Hager is terrible. Uh, Sucking your own meat through a straw. Oh my god! I never, I never thought in the I'd ever get the opportunity for my brain to be like, man, Zeb Coulter was good. Oh Jesus! But moving on. Um, I liked that Dustin and uh, was El Hijo de Norman the Lunatic. Yes. Did yeah. the Dusty Rhodes Mang wooden chair spot? Yes. That was cool. Yeah, I saw a clip of it. I fast-forwarded through the match because I did not need to see QT Marshall wrestle. I think I fast-forwarded as well. Um, but I saw the clip online. Dude, I saw Also, the, Dustin <laughs> in his uh, L, the Dude, Shark, Shark Jr. That made me John so happy when I saw that tweet. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you, Shark. Yep. Hey, you was Papa? <laughs> You're sitting across the table from somebody who owns a shark. That's right. Figure, right. I almost bought one this week. Did you really? I was looking at the elites. Yeah, because I was looking at your house. I was like, man, that is a cool figure. Isn't it? It's so dumb. Oh, it's so but like, again, cool. Again, my, the goal of 2021 for me is to get more people to realize that John Tenta was actually a very good professional wrestler. See? So. How many John Tenta action figures do I have? I have three. The Hasbro. Because I have the Hasbro Earthquake. Then I have the Earthquake Elite, which yeah. is fucking right. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then I have and the shark. shark. I gotta get. The, I gotta get the natural disasters elites. Yeah, 
And then I'll have was all, that a two pack? No, but no. I'll have all the John Tata and I think all the Uncle Freds too. Yeah, because I have the tugboat elite. No, they oh the Shockmaster was like an old classic superstar. No, song. they made an elite too. I think it was a San Diego Comic Con. Uh, so I had the does it look like Uncle Fred underneath? I don't know, but in the package, he's flipped upside, upside down. down. And it's yeah. fucking great. That looks like Uncle Fred. That's Uncle Fred. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, Tenta, Tenta's a quality quality human being. Yeah. Quality, well, I don't know about a human being, but quality professional wrestler. But Dude, now they need to make a Golga. Oh, I was going to see. I was going to make a Golga. I was going to say Canadian earthquake and like the baby blue with the Canadian flag okay. on the How chest. about just John Tenta yeah. in WCW after the shark? <laughs> where, didn't they do the thing where they like shaved off his beard or his mustache mm-hmm. and he only kept half of it yeah. to remind himself of what happened so to him? weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he was feuding with uh, Big Bubber. Yeah. Do I the think... do the battle pack of him and Yoko in the, in the sumo gear. Dude, that'd be sick. Uh... Last thing I have from AEW, yeah. last thing I have at all, okay, is I, uh, I love Eddie Kingston and John Moxley yes. together. Uh, so the second half of this thing, I hated that elite nonsense in the trailer. Yeah, uh, I think the Young Bucks look like the doofs that they are. They're, they're. Um, I mean, they're you know, I, I they're doing it to I, do it. It's yeah, but it's like it's, it's not good. It's not but. good heat either. It's go away heat. Uh, and like yeah, I. Uh, I just, I wasn't, I was just not interested in what they were doing. And I was just like, man, this is so tedious and exhausting. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's blah, blah, blah to me. Uh, it just doesn't work. None of it. Kenny doesn't work for me. The Good Brothers in this scenario don't work for me. The Young Bucks don't work for me anyway. Uh, so that was a bother. But when, when Kingston and Mox show up, I enjoyed the hell out of that. I don't understand why they weren't in the trailer when they went. That and looked, was weird, wasn't because it? Because that you heard the honking outside, like, and they hit the end of the trailer right. that they would have been in with the truck, right? And then they went in they and weren't they weren't there. in there. Yeah, so that what, was. So the, I, I'm sure next week there's going to be some sort of explanation. But how do you explain that? You, I, they hear the honking, yeah, they look outside and see uh, the truck, but then they're not. I don't know. Very um, weird. I agree. But when Mox throws the pipe at Eddie Kingston, it's like, will you at least wait for me to move? Yeah. <laughs> It's really funny. And I love Eddie uh, wanting to get their sneakers. Yes. Where y'all shoes be? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that, that's all I had for yeah, my that, show. Yeah, I mean, that was that was all the wrestling uh, that I happened to watch this week. Well, it wasn't all the wrestling. It was not all the wrestling. All the, we all the weekly new wrestling. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So, wrestling watch list, baby. Wrestling watch list. We, uh, we're covering Samoa Joe. As we, we said last week, we bumped Bull Nakano. Uh, more on that later. Um, Samoa Joe top three from Cage Match. Uh, we put out the poll. You watched. You voted. We're gonna talk about the top three matches of Samoa Joe. Yeah. So let's start at number three. Number three. Number three ranked from October sixteenth, two thousand four. Coming to you from Chicago Ridge, Illinois. Yes. Ring of Honor. Joe versus Punk two. Two. So I I saw this match. A while ago. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's not exactly a match where I go out of my way to watch because yes. it is an hour. Yes, it is. An hour long It's like an hour nine with entrances and everything. Yeah, which you have to watch the entrances. Right. Because CM Punk comes out to AFI's Miseria Kentari. Yes. Which is the beginning of Sing the Sorrow. Yes. Which is one of my favorite intro songs to a record ever. Yeah. It might not be it's an like the, song debating on the Sing the Sorrow theory. The Terminator, the that it's, part. Oh, it's so fucking yeah. good. 
the crowd's banging on the ROH yes. fucking guardrails. Samojo comes out to the Godzilla into Jada Kiss, which mm-hmm. you heard at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so this match. What is, year was this? 2004. Okay, yeah. So this is like right in, in the era I was going. I mean, obviously not in Chicago, but this is the era of Ring of Honor I was attending. I know the sounds very well from, from the opening entrances of this So match. this is the second part of their trilogy, yes. the second match. This one goes an hour to time limit draws yep. for the ROH world title. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the second draw, right? Yes, it's the second draw. Yeah. Hour-long matches are tough, man. They are. They're tough. Yep. Um, I'm so... And, and I literally, like, while I was watching this, I'm uh, like, God, what's DJ going to think? What's yeah. he going to think of this? I'm so curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to start with you. What did you think of the match? Okay. So uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen this in the past. I'm pretty sure I've seen all three. Uh, hour-long matches are tough. Um, so my initial thing was, which was true going to these Ring of Honor shows, the fans could not follow a beat to save their goddamn lives. So they're trying to do the the, the pounding on the, the signs and the floor for the CM Punk thing, and they have it all fucked up. They're all Even over. Joe's it's, entrance. Too. Right, it's all over. Very simple beat, they can't do it. Um, so you want me to go my whole thoughts through the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so commentary is not good on this. No. Uh, the one guy is too excited. The other guy isn't excited that enough. Was typical ROH. Right. Uh, and I think it distracted from this match, especially an hour long match. It's hard because you have to stay engaged in an hour long. It's a long match. It's a long match. Um, you know, I I checked in at like forty minutes and was like. Uh, just to see, like, you know, how, how what, at what point am I in this? I was like 20 some 30 minutes left. I purposely Crazy. did not look at my phone yeah. during this. Um, I didn't look at my phone. I had, like, my iPad thrown it up to my TV, so I was looking there. Um, I like the pacing. I think for an hour-long match, you have to be very, very particular and very engaged in your pacing um, because you don't want to blow yourself up too early. You don't want to do any spots too early. you gotta, got to you gotta stretch it out. you got to make the first 10 minutes – uh, as good as the last 10 minutes, and that's hard to do. Did you like punk no. working? No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Did you like punk working the headlock? Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind okay. the headlock being worked. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I've seen he- I've seen a headlock worked uh, over and over again to uh, as a heel maneuver, uh, just to piss off a crowd a lot. Um, I, uh, I I like the pace. I like the 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 slowdown, the headlocks, the strikes, big spot. Sequence, slow it down, slow it down. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, I love a good out of nowhere power slam spot, which happens a little bit later in this match. Uh, you know, power slams is such a cool looking move, such a simple move. Everybody does them, but I like that kind of thing. Uh, I I hated Punk shitty moonsault. Yeah, and and what I wanted to to ask you about. Yeah, what did you what did you think of the positioning of the match where Punk? was kind of positioned as more of the technical guy yeah. over Joe. Yeah. What did you think of that? So uh, I can remove myself from CM Punk being the guy that messed yeah, up the figure com- four completely, yeah. <laughs> uh, on Terry Funk to um, I'm fine with it because okay. I like Joe as a brute. I like Joe as the power guy, the hard-hitting guy. Punk, I could not believe is a hard-hitting guy. No. I don't think Punk is a great technical wrestler. He's capable. Um, I know I'm in the minority in that regard. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't have the distaste for CM Punk uh, that a lot of people do, or I don't even have the distaste for CM Punk that I did at this period, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I, again, I like the pacing a lot. Uh, I think the, the core of the match was good. Uh, an hour long is hard to like, no matter what. It's tough. It's hard to do. It's hard to be successful all the way through. You see a lot of the same spots that they're like, you know, they're doing in other matches all the time, and everybody does that. But in this one, an hour long, you got to put them all in. You got to get all your shit in. Um, so a lot of the Joe spots were are seen in another match. We're going to talk about in a second, uh, just because you got to fill it, and it's it's hard. Um, I to get towards to the end of the match. Uh, I thought it was a super weird way to count down the I hated end. It. I was going to bring it up. I because fucking hated there it. There was no warning no, throughout the rest of the it was match. Just ten. Right. Not, I hated there that. There was dude. no ten minutes, shouldn't, five there minutes, have been any four warning. minutes, three minutes. None. None. They got to the ten count and they went ten, nine, eight, seven, yeah. six, nine, four. Like that uh, quick. I hated that. And I was like, that sucks. Uh, I think, uh, who was the referee? What's that referee's name? Uh, Is it Gordon? No. No. Todd Sinclair. Todd Sinclair, he's still uh, there too. Uh, yeah. So again, he's been there forever. He's like the the re- the face of that referee company. Um, he counts so fast. All of his counts are quick counts. Like it's just all those little in an hour long match. It really gives me the time to nitpick that kind of shit too. Um, but I I liked it for an hour long match. Uh, I can probably name you. I can guarantee you, I can name one Samoa Joe match off the top of my head that's better than this. Uh, that's not in this top three. Uh, I could probably do the math and come up with a couple more. But uh, it wasn't bad. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, I I like it. Hold on one second. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, it's a, this is a uh, dragon fruit berry dudeweiser <laughs> here. Um, I like it, and it put me kind of back into that time because 2004, I'm in high school, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of – finding shit on the internet yeah and i remember finding like cm punk because mm-hmm. i mean listen i like cm punk a lot man sure i'm like all right dude comes out to afi he's in a hardcore and i'm like i like mm-hmm. hardcore. i'm like of course i want to fucking like him right um a big fan of pepsi and that's see that's where you go wrong i'm a coke man <laughs> yeah you just are. make sure you bring so, the straw so cm punk oh, dude did you a straw see- to suck your own meat out of <laughs> did you see that fucking clip i think naylor posted it and joe retweeted it of the heavenly bodies in ecw uh-huh dude i fucking watched that 20 times yep. and i laughed every time god bless you jimmy del Rey. all the way um but it seemed kind of weird because joe being like the the brute like i know he's the brute mm-hmm. but i know he could do the technical shit too right and him just kind of being the brute and punk trying to be the technical guy yeah. and i don't know i guess i I just what I don't buy it okay. that much mm-hmm. uh, because even the announcer said they go oh yeah Punk's known more for like his brawling right mm-hmm. now and like right. doing crazy shit I don't know if the Raven feud happened at this point I don't know um, I don't think so yeah I don't know in my timeline but um, I know do people think it, fucking do you think it works love better this match does it work better in the context of the first. Uh, Punk Joe match that also I believe went to a draw, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so both it, went to an hour, were an hour long. So does it work? Does does Punk trying to be more technical work from the aspect of what he tried in the first yeah, match? Yeah, didn't work. The first match, I mean, even the first match you tried doing the headlock shit, yeah. and um, I think it's ambitious to do the Broadway, right? Especially around that time, yeah. 
Sure. You know, and I tried to also put myself in that time period. Mm-hmm. Of, I'm like, all right, 2004 American Indies, uh, and you know, ROH was considered like the super indie, you know. Yeah. And that style of match, probably, I mean, that wasn't what was hot because you were coming mm-hmm. off of still people want ECW and all yeah. that shit. And um, I love ECW. This is not ECW, you yeah. know, the hour long like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I I thought it was really I thought it was really good. Uh, if the end of the match, the thing that struck me too was that when they you know everybody's chanting five more minutes and Joe leaves and Punk's still in the ring, Joe looked like he could have went another thirty minutes. Punk looked wiped out. Oh, dude, I'm sure. Uh, I did like during the match where somebody was chanting boring and Punk said, "If you don't like it, there's the fucking door, yeah, asshole." Right. I was like, "Damn, I, I forgot how quick would it he used to yeah. be with that shit." And like somebody like tried to hit the like kick the kick the guardrail at Joe. Oh or yeah, something. Joe fucking booted it back. At yeah, him. like so. so it's people, I remember those fans too. That's yeah, but yeah. but yeah. Uh, again, I liked it, um, but uh, yeah, not. Uh, I'd be interested to go back and watch the other two and see how they line up. I'm not okay. probably not going to do that. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have like another hour and a half? No. A spare hour and a half? I mean, I do, but not for that. I think the third, th- I know the third one doesn't go an hour. Yeah. But that first one's an hour. It's yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. So the number two ranked match. Yes. Also from Ring of Honor, October 1st, 2005. Yes. I think this was in, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, from ROH, Joe yes. versus Kobashi. You have Samoa Joe mm-hmm. versus... Kenta fucking Kobashi. So do you do you ever see the little like shoot that Joe did about this, mm-hmm. where he talks about how Kobashi didn't think anybody would know who he was? Is, dude, I was gonna bring that up. How crazy it is was that? like he didn't he thought he would go out there and nobody like it was like why why are yeah. we last? Why are we whatever? Nobody knows who yeah. I am and here. Then he walks out and he's treated like uh-huh. a god because he is a god. He is a fucking god. Um, <laughs> that's really cool. Like it's crazy to me because like. I think the Masala was there around that time too. Yeah. Like they all came over. Well, yeah, because uh, they were had the working relationship with Noah. Right. Masawa was there. Kenta. Right. And just to think, you're Kento Kobashi, and you're like, hmm, I don't yeah. know if people are gonna know who I, I am. I don't know if I'm over. <laughs> like, uh, right? and, that, and like Joe was like, yeah, everyone's illegally downloaded all your matches. You're, they know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so let's let's talk about this match, dude. Uh, holy fucking shit! You want to talk about a war? You yeah. want to talk about some man ass man shit? Right. This match is just so, start to finish, balls to the wall. Yeah. Let's kick the ever living right. shit so out of each I, other. I don't. Uh, when we do this, you know, we have the poll to vote. We have all that kind of stuff. I, the way I sort of look at it is, I get a vote, you get a vote. The the fan poll, the Twitter poll gets a vote. And whoever wins, whoever has the, the two out of three at least is becomes the best match, right? And I don't want to spoil that for the end of the show. Uh, but this match is perfect. It, dude, uh, it's, per- it's actually perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> um, this, there's, there's not a single thing either one of these guys do that I don't love. Uh, it's a match like this when I look at Samoa Joe and I'm like, how is this guy not my favorite wrestler? Dude, like so, Kenta Kobashi is pretty much my favorite wrestler, my favorite Japanese wrestler. So, and, but and here's like why I always get real mad that Samojo's career wasn't bigger than it was mm-hmm. because you look at Joe here, he was a fuck dude. Like he's in there with like a wrestler, a legit wrestling god, legend. Yeah, absolutely. You, you don't you don't get more revered. No, you don't get better. Uh, like it's it, it, it's it, Japanese wrestling, the like the the best to ever do it 
is like a it's a top four or five guys that any one of them can make can be made the argument for best ever. Yeah, ever, ever. like literally ever. ever. Like here, here's here's where I kind of go with it too. A uh, couple months ago, maybe back in the fall, I don't remember exactly around the time, but at odds mm-hmm. the uh, during their segment this week in wrestling history, yeah, um, Joe, it was Joe Kabashi. Yeah, so it must have been October. Yeah, and. Adam didn't see it. it yeah. Oh no! This was January tenth. This happened. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Excuse me. No, no. Cage, Cage match has the dates flipped because it's uh, it's a European company. Yeah. So wouldn't it be October first? No, I think it's I think it's January. Yeah, Maybe but not. then I don't uh, know. who knows? Well, I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know, Joe or Adam didn't see the match. Yeah. And I immediately fucking like pulled over and like was like, dude, Adam, you gotta mm-hmm. fucking watch this. And Adam, like, he talked about it on the show, and he goes. That match was fucking great. And he yeah. goes, I don't know who Kenta Kobashi is. Right. He goes, and that match was fucking great. Yeah. Um, oh, you're right. It's October 1st. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it was perfect. It was actually yes. perfect. And this was everything I wanted. That crowd right. was electric. Right. Um, electric minus one person. Fuck off, Green Lantern fan. Right. Um, but, but not dude, a ton of moves. No. It, just it, it didn't brutal. have to be. Doesn't need to be. Exactly, dude. When Joe or when Joe is in the corner, chop getting chopped, mm-hmm. and the sweat yep. is just flying yep. off of right. his chest. It's one of the craziest things ever. When he's fucking feeding Kabashi the Kawada kicks, uh-huh. like holy when, uh, shit. When Joe's up against the guardrail and and Kabashi chops him, and Joe sells it up over the oh. guardrail. Oh, so and that's the thing. Mwah. Like, like Mwah. I, and I, I mean that. I watched this match, and I'm like, how? How? And I've seen this match before. I this was I, I wasn't really going to Ring of Honor at this time, um, I was like in o, o three o four, but like uh, I'm like how is Joe not my favorite wrestler because he wrestles exactly the way I like people to wrestle and I loved I've I've always liked him I've always been like man I can't wait to see Samoa Joe but like he's never cracked my top top guys I was a Danielson guy I was the, I was a Nigel McGuinness guy like all that kind of sure. stuff but right Joe so. Joe is fantastic in this match you know uh, if it's a language barrier getting out of the way of making big spots you don't need to do that you just need to beat the shit out of each other it's exactly what they do um the uh the way kobashi there's a power bomb to the corner where he gets hooked up in the ropes is so good so good like these it's just they're masters in that ring and they know exactly what they need to do and they do it and like you said the sweat cloud burst whatever it's it's insane uh it's just such a cool visual the the purple that joe's chest is turning with Dude, the handprints after the machine gun shot yep. oh yeah. my god uh the half nelson suplexes from kobashi oh. uh yeah i just so much with so little in that ring uh this match is is perfect uh and it's just i i mean it's it's everything you would want uh out of a match, it's it's everything that you get from these guys pretty much every time. Uh, Kento Kobashi is an absolute legend. And people have to realize, dude, Kobashi's winding down. Yeah. Like, he's at the mm-hmm. back half. Like, this is, this is like post-cancer yeah. Kobashi. This is return, like, right? Yeah. Like, this is, like, the dude with the red fucking cancer. Like, yeah. Uh, so, you're getting, like, not even... Like prime Kobashi. Yeah, this see. is second run Kobashi he, here. I mean, he retires in 2013. Yeah, but let's how see. active was he? Yeah, right. You know? So let's see. 93, 94, January 95. 
Uh, he's wrestling Quada. Yeah, I mean, because this is still in all Japan at that point. No. When? Is it? I'm talking about the matches you're saying. Oh, yeah. No, this 90, is yeah, 95. This is, this, not this the, is after yeah. the excursion. Yeah, because yeah, they, they leave Noah for in 2000. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to just see when he sort of, when he leaves for cancer. His return match was 2002. Okay. So yeah, like, so this is yeah fucking three years after. He right. So he was, he, he, he was, uh, Noah champ at this point. He it, loses yeah. it in March of 05. But yeah, I mean, this is. Yeah. And, but my point I was, I was wanting to make like about Joe and why I got yeah. so mad is because you look at a match like this, and he is right fucking there. Oh, with this Kibashi. was this was Wrestling Observer's match of the year for 2005. I believe it. Yeah, I fucking mm-hmm. absolutely believe it. But like, he was right there with with Kobashi and hanging with him every <laughs> step of the way. In his second Ring of Honor appearance, he teamed up with Homicide to wrestle Loki and Samoa Joe. Well, okay, after <laughs> after watch that eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, this match is just, yeah. it's honestly, it's, it's perfect perfection. <laughs> uh, you know, both these guys are great. Uh, Joe is a guy who po- very possibly will never get his true due in professional wrestling. Never. And that's why I always get real mad. Like, listen, dude, he had a great run and yeah. his best run in his career was ring of honor champ. Right. TNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had the, held the belt, but they yeah. just, they didn't right. maximize it. It just, he, they like, weren't ready for him. NXT. Um, he had a good run. Mm-hmm. He had a good run sure. for sure, but yeah. main roster WWE. It's a fucking right. shame he never held. Should have held that belt. Yep, they should let him be it's him. Nobody would wrestle shame. like him. And, like he yeah. was the only one who got like one of the rare ones who fucking made Lesnar give a shit when right. he was in the ring with him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you know Lesnar, if he doesn't like, he doesn't right. fucking. He's not gonna do it, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. oh man. Yeah, Joe. Joe's great. Kobashi's amazing. This is this is gar- uh, deserving of match of the year from from the Observer. Not that the Observer is the be all end all, but it is. It's a perfect match. It's brutal. Uh, I love every single thing about it. And uh, I mean, some people tweeted us about it too from watching it. Uh, I hope I hope people out there, this is your first time watching it. Yes. Uh, if you if this is your first exposure to Kento Kobashi, I'm sure he's going to come up. Uh, Dude, I, I think I do. I keep saying Kento when I mean Kento, but anyway, Kincannon made a great point yeah. when he said he was watching this match and he goes, yeah. "When Joe does a suicide dive, it's terrifying. it's terrifying. I think he throws the best suicide dive ever. Yeah, because when he he fucking forearms uh-huh. you in the face. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so uh, good. It's it is a great match. Uh, and it, you know, if you if you didn't watch these top three, just go back and watch that one at least. <laughs> uh, it's completely worth it. It's prime Ring of Honor. It's you know it's it's back end Kobashi because he debuts like I think like eighty nine he was yeah. eighty eight was his debut but you know he's he's returned he's champ up he's, up he's until earlier here, that like. year <laughs> uh, but he doesn't he doesn't he's you know he's he is he's winding down it's still yeah, a while he's, he's winding down but it's, it's not height of his powers Kobashi no. and he's still a killer yeah you know and you can see it that's why he's not doing the the burning hammer and he's not you know yeah. like it's just not it ain't it ain't there for him right throw, now he ain't throwing a moonsault brother <laughs> right he's not doing the orange crush um. Which I still can't figure out how anybody ever did that move, but um, <laughs> but watch it. This is this is pri- for me prime Ring of Honor, uh, prime Joe, uh, not prime Kobashi, but pretty goddamn close. And this match is perfect. Yeah. So the top ranked match on Cage Match, yes. we go to September eleventh, two thousand five. So this so this match was less than a month before Joe Kobashi. Oh geez, it was. I didn't even realize that's just seeing the date. Weird, yeah. So this is from TNA Unbreakable 2005. So TNA was letting him work both, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah he was doing both at the time. Yeah. Um, 
So this is a three-way for the X Division title, which I didn't realize until I watched this that this actually main evented that pay-per-view. Yeah, which is wow. fucking pretty cool. Yeah. Well, so when was Punk Joe two? 2004. So it's all within a year of each other, pretty much. October 16th, 2004. Yeah, so it's all within a year. So these top three this matches is, are within a this, year. Because this is prime. Samoa and that's Joe. what I mean. This is Joe's yeah, like, right. holy shit run. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have for the X Division title, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus the X Division champion, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Yes. I haven't seen this match in a long time. I've never seen this match. Okay, cool. Let's go with your thoughts then first. Thong. Okay. Uh, sick Gretchen Wilson ad on the ring apron. Dude, I'm so fucking happy you <laughs> said that. <laughs> this was still when like TNA was kind of like, eh, we're a bunch of hicks. The, Nash- like, the Nashville? No, that's TNN, the Nashville Network. <laughs> what was it? Gretchen uh, Wilson jacked up. Yeah, uh, all jacked up. <laughs> and she had some other song about like, I don't know, driving a forklift or something. <laughs> what? Yeah, she's, I don't know. <laughs> she's great. funny. She's like singing about being a redneck or whatever. They were catchy. Was for... she redneck woman? Was that her? Yeah, that is. Okay. The, yeah. All yep. right. Redneck yeah. woman. I know high class day. No one. I don't know that much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, it, they're like dumb, catchy pop songs that people try to pass off as country music. Yeah. Anyway, that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I'm a big blind spot is is TNA of this era. I wasn't really watching. Okay. I wasn't watching wrestling at all, really, at this point. Okay. Uh, not mainstream, like, obviously on my own stuff, but, like, not – I wasn't watching any televised mainstream wrestling, really, uh, at this point, but particularly not any TNA. Um, uh, t- 2005 was not a good period of my life. Um, but, uh, Welcome to DJ's depression. Yes, but uh, obviously I know these guys – Seen these guys? Yeah. Seen these guys? I've seen Christopher Daniels a bajillion times going to Ring of Honor yeah. shows since since the beginning of time. Right. Same thing with with AJ and, and Joe. Like I've seen those guys a lot. CD was just everywhere. Um, CD doesn't age. No. AJ said none of these guys really age. Um, so uh, first thing I noticed about this though is yeah. fucking those two standing next to AJ Styles. Yeah. Towered over them. Yeah, yeah. They're tiny compared to the yeah. world's tallest professional wrestler, AJ Styles. Yes. Um, so Joe's over-the-top, like, tope thing is ridiculous. I don't know if I've ever seen him do it, right. like, since no. or even before that. Yeah. It and was we're, crazy. We're in the six-sided ring, which is a thing to get used to. I remember when they are using it. I was watching Torimon T2K that was using this. Um, but... Uh, I kind of like it. It looks really big. I don't understand that. Like the the it creates like more in the middle space, which is weird. Um, but I, I, th- that doesn't distract me too much. Um, you know, I, there's moves I like. the The avalanche German from Joe on AJ is really cool. Um, I thought all three of them hit yeah. great dives. Yes, AJ with the springboard right. shooting star uh, press, and then yeah. Daniels with like the. It wasn't like an Asai moonsault, but it was like that, yeah. like, what do they call it, like the Arabian press yeah, or something Arabian like press. that? Yeah, where they bounced off the yeah, ropes. Um, it bounces his ass yeah. off the ropes. So I, this match, so I watched this first. When I go through, I watch first match, like, number one rank, number two rank, number three rank. Uh, this is the one I have the least amount of notes on. Uh, I think it was good, you know, I thought it was very good. Uh, I don't know if this is deserves to be best Samoa Joe, um, uh, you know, especially because he's not in the finish. You know, he gets wiped out and he's not there for the finishing sequence. Well, and a little bit of background. So at this time, Samojo was still undefeated in TNA. Okay. So they, so they, they didn't, didn't want, want to eat right. in the fall. Okay. Yeah. So um, 
the the thing the question that I wanted to ask you about this match um, was who do you think has better chemistry with Joe? Do you think the Daniels and Joe stuff in this match was better? Or the AJ and Joe stuff was better in this match. Um, AJ and Joe. Yeah, you think AJ and Joe are better? Yeah, okay. I, yeah I think so. Yeah. Um, and I, I try to look at it again from this time period in 2005, yeah. like in America. Like, mm-hmm. were you really getting a lot of shit like this? No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we always say triple threat matches are very hard to do. Yes. It's a, it's a tricky thing. Yeah, you kind of have to shit can one of them so the other two guys can do something. I things. love the beginning of them just both taking turns trying to big dick mm-hmm. each other by beating up Daniels right. and him selling it perfectly. Yeah. yeah, and again, this is uh, 2005. It's the height of a lot of these guys' powers. I mean, this is they're all working Ring of Honor at this time. They're all doing all this stuff. Well, and like a lot of people said, on a national stage, this was like a star maker for all three right. of them. You know? Right, it is, and it's a very good match. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, it's, it's, it's funny too because it's also, uh, it's the only televised match. Well, this is for yeah. I mean, it's a pay per view. It's a pay per view. Yeah. Um, but like TNA had TV, right? Or was this the was this no, just TNA had TV? They had TV I think, they, time, I think right? they were on Spike. Yeah. It was so Spike the, or the random Fox yeah. Sports. So the the style is just immediately different because of that. You sure. Know? It, it's very it's very produced. Right. Um. So and you can feel that. And again, very good. Uh, liked all these guys, but it's. And I'm not. I'm not even saying it's my least favorite out of these three. I'm just saying it's a different feel. And hard, it's harder to get an analysis, especially when we're talking Samoa Joe, in a three-way as opposed to the others that are just singles matches. Um, but, I, I, I mean, everything they did was good. Uh, I, again, watching Joe uh, through a bunch of points in, in all three of these matches, I'm like, how, how was I not Samoa Joe crazy when I was seeing him live? Um, I, 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 I just I, think there, <laughs> just, there just wasn't any room. Like, I was so enamored with American Dragon at this point in my life. Sure, hey, um, man, rightfully so. But, uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was good. Uh, but, you know, different than the other matches for sure. Way different. Way different. Uh, all three matches are very different. Very different. Which I kind of liked. Yes. It was very three very different yes. styles. Uh, yeah, dude, this, I was kind of watching TNA at the time, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. And I remember seeing this, but again, I hadn't seen it in years. Right. And uh, it, it held up for sure. This was the shortest of the three matches by a long shot. Um, yes. But it was it was good, man. It was constant action. There was no real rest periods or boring parts. They they did it. I thought they did a pretty pretty bang up job, as as the kids say. Yes. Um. But like I said, I think around the time. You know, it made three kind of stars if you were paying yeah. attention to TNA. I think so. You know, um, did so I mean, did, I knew you knew Joe from Ring of Honor. Yeah. AJ Styles was a TNA guy. Daniels, even him. Like, AJ Styles was a Ring of Honor guy too, though. Yeah, but in Ring of Honor, he, he, he was never like the guy. No, never the guy. You know, same with, so like, Daniels, was he ever really the guy in Ring of yeah, Honor? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I think so. I, I can't remember. I think he held the belt. I, or maybe he didn't. I don't I remember. I think but, he did. But he was on, like, every show, and he had the stable, and he was, yeah, what he was, was the, the good the, heel. The prophecy? The prophecy, yeah, holy right. shit. So, yeah, Daniels, <laughs> high school Daniels is incredible. And Ring of Honor was, like, uh, you went to those shows, and people loved to see him. Sure. Did he ever held, hold the TNA gold or anything? Uh, The heavyweight title? Yeah. I don't think so. Joe did. Joe did, but he didn't really hold it. He didn't hold as long as you yeah. think. And AJ did. A- AJ. Yeah, a bunch. Yeah. So that's interesting, too. Like, I mean, Daniels has been around forever. I mean, that dude. That dude's in the background on Beyond the Math. 
Yeah. She's really funny. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I mean, that guy, that dude was in WCW for a cup of coffee when he had hair. Um, AJ was in WCW right, for a cup of coffee. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Again, good, way different, uh, but, you know, still different style. Cool. Still interesting. Very interesting to see. Yes. Um, from that era. The fucking fallen angel. Yes. Um, so, all right. What uh, do you think? Cage match got it right. If so, you agree. If not, tell me what order you put him in. So, uh, Cage match did not get them right. I don't think it'll be a shock to anybody. Uh, number one is Joe Kabashi. Agreed. Um, uh, I have in my brain my favorite Samoa Joe match. I do too. Uh, yeah, none of these three are our favorite. It's not Samoa on this Joe list. Matches. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, Dude, but, Christopher Daniels yeah, legit yeah. has been wrestling since 93. Yeah, the dude's been around forever. <laughs> That's crazy to uh, me. So, even though I know my favorite Joe match, this, Joe Kobashi might be the best Joe match. Um, it's not my favorite, but it's, it's a perfect wrestling match. Yeah. Uh, it helps that you have a legend in competition there, an opponent. Um, but number one is Joe Kobashi all the way. Five stars. If this is in the Tokyo Dome, give it eight. <laughs> uh, is that good? Uh, perfect match doing a ton with very little, uh, making everything count, just crowd reaction, everything. Killer. Uh, the feed we watched had, at least the one that I watched, had Japanese commentary. Yeah, so Ring of Honor had this up on YouTube for yeah. a little while, but then they took it back yeah. down again. Uh, but And even I read in the comment yeah. that on, on the description of the video, the person who uploaded said, thanks to Ring of Honor for letting me mm, keep this up. Okay. So, so uh, I um, I like that. I mean, I growing up being... A teenager doing tape trading, watching Japanese wrestling. Japanese commentary was the only way I can listen to listen to it or view it. So that feels right at home to me. You know, I get the the cues from that, the ups and downs, and the emotion from just the inflection in their voice. Yeah. So I like that. Uh, it'd be interesting to watch it with conceivably the same commentary team that was on Joe Punk. I don't. Th- think there's commentary on no it. i don't okay i this is the first time i've watched with japanese commentary yeah. every other one i've seen i don't think there's commentary okay. but so that's my number one uh my number two here it's a little tighter because neither of these matches i would rank above my favorite joe match okay um but i think i'm gonna go the three-way at number two and joe punk two at number three okay uh, just because it's an hour long. It's hard to do, and it's a draw. And for me, as good as the match was, the the quick 10-second count without calling that they should do 10 minutes left, 5 minutes left, you know, 3 minutes left, 1 minute left, 30 seconds. They just did 10 seconds left, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Uh, killed me, and I was like, ooh. Because I, I didn't remember. I, I'm sure I've seen this match. I didn't remember this one also ended in a draw. So I was like, ooh, that's the end. That stinks. So that's that that's the number three. But Joe Kobashi, without a question, is is number one. Okay. What about you, pal? Uh, I'm with you right across the board. Okay. Yeah. Uh Joe Kobashi is one of my favorite wrestling it's, matches. It's, it's a great match, yeah. Um you know, the the triple threat made me feel like I was watching TNA in high school again. Right. And it put me in that mindset where like, dude, WWE is pretty fucking stale, right, at this point. Yeah. And this is at the time where TNA kind of felt like the, the shit with the X Division was a true alternative. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it didn't last too too long. Right. But this, this is a moment in time where you go, holy shit, all three of these guys are now stars. Yeah. Uh, and agreed about Joe Punk, too. It's it's a tough thing for an hour. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to ask of people. Sure. Um, obviously, nobody knew it was going to be an hour. Right. You know? Um, I mean, I read about it before I ever watched it, you mm-hmm. know? And I know, like, Melts are fucking yeah. jerked off sure. over it. Um, but it it's it is good, man. Yeah. It's a fucking it good wrestling it match. Is. Uh it's good and it is good for an hour. Yeah. Um that uh our fans, we we put out the poll. Our uh, fans. Our fans. Ugh. The Ugh. the poll the listeners voted and Joe Kabashi dominant win with sixty seven percent of the vote there. So uh let it be said, everyone go on cagematch.net and vote this one up if you can, rate it, give it whatever you can. Perfect. because uh, it is perfect. Uh, and make Joe Kobashi number one. Uh, the interesting thing about Kobashi in Ring of Honor. So I I saw Muda in Ring of Honor yes. and Kojima. We've talked about that. Yes. And uh, they're good matches, you know. But a lot of the times when these Japanese guys were coming over and not knowing if they would be known like Kobashi wasn't sure, they were more like, well, the spectacle is what counts. Sure. Right? This Joe Kobashi match, that, this, they, that was not the the approach here no. so that that's nice you know um and uh yeah so that's i mean that's that's it joe kabashi number one best so uh, now i know what your favorite Co- joe samojo match is it's I, the same as my I favorite, know samojo, favorite match. samojo matches i it's, know i know what jenna's favorite right. samojo matches and you know it's doug's favorite samojo match hmm would you put joe kabashi over that uh, personal preference, no. no. No? You don't think it's a better match? Um, it might be a better match. But, it's not, but I'm not... I don't... I don't... Yeah. It's not my favorite Samoa Joe match. It's not my favorite Samoa Joe match. Yeah. I think I think Joe Kobashi is probably the best Samoa Joe match from a from a wrestling technical yeah, standpoint. For, but for it's not sure. my favorite no, Samoa Joe match at no. all. No. So... What is your favorite Samoa Joe match? Uh, my favorite Samoa Joe match, the... What should be everyone's favorite Samoa Joe match? You, I, I'll let me correct you. It should be everyone's favorite match. Yes. Uh, is uh, Samoa Joe versus the Necro Butcher. Ah, from June 11th, 2005, IWA Mid-South, something to prove, live from the ECW arena. Yes. Hmm. It's funny, 2005 again, right in this. What a, dude, last, what a, what a stretch. Run, what a stretch for Joe, absolutely. Uh, so... Uh, Yo, like, think about that. Yeah. Like, Joe and Necro having an insane match, and four months later, he's wrestling Kentucky Bosch. Right. Three months later, he's wrestling AJ and Daniels, and then, what the right. fuck? What it's a insane. Run. Right. What a time. So, um, people have asked, friends have asked about it. Uh, we were going to do, we bumped the Bull Nakano from this week to do next week. Bull Nakano's getting bumped again. Poor Bull. Poor Bull. She's gonna. She'll get. Hopefully, she won't get bumped again. But we'll see. Those matches are out there. They're readily available. I'm still very excited to talk about her. Yeah. Uh, she's getting an action figure from Chella Toys. Super excited. Sure. But because it's our favorite match, it's Joe Necro is one of our favorite matches of all time. Yeah. I was there for it. It is strangely uh, my my comfort match. Right. <laughs> uh, I I remember showing it to you, dude. 
So I, I was there. Mind. Uh, there's a shoot interview part where uh, where Necro talks about how it was this behind the scenes the heat thing because at a Chikara show, Necro and Madman Pondo beat up Turner and Franco, who were Ring of Honor graduates, tra- partially trained by Joe. Uh, I've known Matt Turner for a long time. Uh, better part of shit. I mean, not that we're close, but almost 20 years now. Uh, so I was there for those. I was there at Matt Turner's debut show at Ring of Honor. I was there when Necro and Pondo beat the crap out of him in Chikara. Uh, so that sort of leads into this match. Uh, and because it's our favorite match, it's one of my favorite matches I was ever live for. Uh, next week, we're going to do a watch-along, sort of live the tape. We're going to play it. We're going to be mic'd. We're going to watch it and just talk about it while it's happening Try not to pause it, let it run, and just talk about it, react to it in real time. And I said I was there for it live, but if you remember the talks about my memory, I don't remember much about it. So I'm bringing in I'm bringing in the lefty. You're, you're calling in the, the, calling, the reliever. Yeah, I'm calling in the reliever. The closer, my, my the closer, my heater, <laughs> our heater, our legal counsel, our life coach, my Doug, spiritual advisor, spiritual advisor, Doug. We'll be on the show next week talking, watching Joe Necro with us. I truthfully cannot fucking And reacting wait. to it. <laughs> um, so fire it up. I'm pretty sure it's still out there on it's YouTube. On, yeah, it's on YouTube. I, I just watched it not long ago. <laughs> and uh, we're going to watch it in real time, real tape. Uh, so next week, the... the watch list is one match. It's just a single match. You can watch it before... And follow along. You can watch it while we're talking about it. You can do both. I recommend doing both because I don't tire of this match no, in any I, way. I never have. I never will. Like so, I said, it's the strangest thing that this is yeah. like my comfort match. So we're going to bring Doug in, talk about that day because oh, I, I don't remember wait, much dude. of it. I can't. And then we're going to watch the I'm, match on the show. I'm so excited. Bull Nakano will be bumped another week. Sorry, Bull. So, like I said, she's becoming our Matt Damon. We'll put out the link. Uh, it'll be there, but some people have asked for it. I told them we had something special in the works. We thought this was going to happen a little bit further down the line because we love this match and we did want to talk about it, but we just talked about Joe, which was a surprise, uh, for us last week. It was an audible, uh, so we're, we're going to call this one too. And that's what we're doing next week. Joe Necro. Can't wait. Uh, live live reaction, <laughs> if you will, the 20th time I've watched that match. So so that's going to be fun. I watch it so much. <laughs> it's just so perfect. So that's going to be fun for everybody. Yeah. So that's, that's next week. I'm yeah. excited. Can't wait, dude. Yeah. Um, but that's it for this week, unless you got anything else, pal. No, nah, dude. I, all right. uh, I'm all tapped. Okay. Well, uh, I uh, I did not write down our plugs, so I'll try and wing it. Again, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll correct you anywhere. Uh, I have to. We need wrestling uh, at we need wrestling on Twitter. We need wrestling at gmail.com. Uh, we need wrestling.com to find the show. We're on uh, Apple, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, all those other places. Everything seemed to be ported over and working pretty well. Um, you can find us on the soon to be named network at STBN Network. On uh, Twitter, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com, uh, where you can find all our all of our friends' other shows on the network. Uh, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, At Odds with Wrestling, Final Wrestling Place, Puzzle Warriors 3, 
a whole bunch of others, I'm sure. Porch talk, uh, profane argument. Yeah. And uh, to the final wrestling place, boys. Yes. For Mahoning, mm-hmm. we do stay and watch the movies because Tim mentioned this week. Yeah. He would uh, maybe like to stick around and have all of us watch Beyond the Mat together. And for me, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck is this chocolate uh yeah absolutely. that sounds like such a good time yeah absolutely let's do it uh you know we'll be there we'll set up we'll all hang out yeah i i, I can, i'm excited yeah. to catch up so uh that's what next month right yeah because last year you know it was yeah a little uncertain times for covid times yes right um but I, i'm pretty sure that uh those boys are, are vaxxed up. Right. We're all I'm, vaxxed I'll up. still be masking it, but we're vaxxed, yeah. so it's a little, it's little, a little easier. It's a com- little more com- uh, It's outside, so that'll be nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what else? Uh, speaking of those guys, also uh, Viewer's Choice, uh, VC on North South uh, on Twitter. Um, check their other show. They do pay-per-view reviews. Uh the A Show. Let's talk about the A Show real Ooh, quick. I was waiting for it. Uh, at is it at A Show or at the A Show? I don't remember. How am I supposed to remember other people's the stuff? A, the A Show on CKCC. At the A Show on CKCC. Uh, I was on there Monday uh, drafting uh, 2000 CZW uh, against Wade of the Stepdads. Um, they are. Uh, there's a vote going on right now. And uh, currently, I am losing. Oh, boy. Uh, there are 71 votes, uh, which is ridiculous. That's a lot. Uh, I think the last time I looked this afternoon, there's been like seven more votes up now. Wow. Yeah. So uh, go there. Vote for me. Uh, listen to the show. I mean, you don't have to, but the, the fairness is to listen to the show uh, and then vote for who you think is better, i.e. me. Um, but I'm losing, and I don't want to lose. I want to continue on. I want this to be a battle of the soon-to-be-named network stars. Um, but uh, So check those guys out, Matt and Chris. They're doing a tournament of champions. Uh, don't let me go out in the first round of the tournament, please. Uh, I'll retweet that a whole bunch. It's going on. you got uh, three days and nine hours left on those votes. So vote, go vote for me at, uh, at the A-Show on CKCC on Twitter. Uh, you can also check out Cinema Vertigogo at Cinema Vertigogo and uh, at Pod Sundown. Is that what it is yep. for Chuck and Bill? Uh, the the pod that dreaded Sundown Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, those guys will be, I don't know if they're coming to the wrestling one. Is Chuck coming to wrestling? I don't know. Uh, it gets closer. Yeah, we'll see. Sure we'll but anyway, out. those are all, all good human beings. Yeah. Uh, we're also up on PW Ponderings, at PW Ponderings on Twitter, PWPonderings.com. Uh, our first episode is up there as we need wrestling. So those guys are, are good and uh, help us out and, you know, give us another platform for our nonsense. Uh, Personal-wise, you want to reach out to me. I'm at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E on Twitter. Uh, I don't talk about Watch the Dark and the Wicked on Shudder. That was real good. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we can also uh, talk some more about Digital Underground and uh, Rest in Peace, Shock G. Yes. How about you, Brett? Oh, you can find me at BreadXEdge570. Um, talk to me about Banana Rama's cool, uh, Cruel Summer and how that is a fucking bop. Oh, dude, that, the, 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 tin, the drum beat it's in the beginning the is best. awesome. Do, yeah. do, do, mm-hmm. do. Oh, man. It's, I, I woke up yesterday, and I may have danced around my kitchen while making my coffee. Yeah. Because that song was on, and I was real fucking happy. Um, I don't know. Talk to me about uh, how much Morrissey's a fucking knob. 
Yeah. Oh, hey, whatever, dude. He sucks. Yeah. I love the Smiths, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, talk to me about all that shit, man. Okay. That's it. All right. Well, until next week when we do Joe Necro. Oh, I can't fucking. Uh, I'm not going home and watch it tonight. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back in a week with more stuff. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Real quick. What's up? Because, let's, all right, let, let's, let's hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Joe and Adam ha- have it kind of right on at odds. Okay. I feel like all of us are, uh, you know, a little, a little into the toys lately. Okay. Did you get anything this week? This yeah, I got a, uh, I got the Jason Snake Elite. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, nails was the nails Hasbro was last week. I hate you. Mm-hmm. So in the mail, I got the Macho King Hasbro. Okay. I, I had the Macho Man, but not the Macho mm-hmm. King, so now I have both. Okay. And uh, I got the Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania 12 yeah, every, Triple H burial gear. I've been seeing that come up a bunch. <laughs> uh, feel the destrucity. Um, God damn it, I love wrestling figures. I don't even fucking care. <laughs> it's so cool. That Vader's coming soon, hopefully. I've hopefully Twitter, hopefully I got Target a, doesn't pick, I got cancel pre-orders. pre-ordered, and I'm still checking Target every day. I know. I almost bought the Alexa Bliss for Adam again today, but I'm like, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's gonna probably got this in a protector case, an autographed, and all that shit. Yeah, he's got one in a protector case, one out of a protector case, and one that should be in a case. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I don't have I don't I don't have a fucking closing line for this man. Right. It feels weird because I don't, but okay. I just don't. So thanks for uh, listening and uh, yeah, that's... goodbye. <laughs> Great, yeah, thanks everybody. Bye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds.